Hey there, welcome to Healthy Ish, your podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley, to celebrate 2022. This week, we are bringing you the best of nutrition episodes. Yes, the ones you loved. And this one went off and it's no surprises because it is about sugar. I spoke to Professor Selena Bartlett, a neuroscientist and professor in clinical sciences at the Queensland University of Technology. She's also an author and a podcaster, and she talks about why sugar is so addictive and how to cut back. Now, Selena, of course, is also up on Extra Healthy-ish, also popular. That one was a really popular episode. She talks more about healthy brain habits. Just search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Selena, thank you so much for joining us on Healthy-ish today. Thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome. Now, how sugar and the brain, you're a neuroscientist, how does sugar actually affect our brain? Well, you know, shocking to me, um, I'm actually an alcohol addiction neuroscientist, spent a long time doing that in America and back here, and sugar was the control in our experiment. Oh, wow. And then, yes, and then my collaborator from Stanford called me up when I was moving back to Brisbane to start a lab here up in Brisbane at the Translational Research Institute. And they said to me, and she said to me, sit down, Selena, you won't believe this, but sugar's changing the addiction pathway in the brain in exactly the same way that alcohol and nicotine are. Okay, that's so uh, that was kind of horrifying. First, that was my first real, it was serendipitous. I wasn't looking for it. I don't have any um, bent to say yes or no to anything about sugar, uh, and I'm not saying quit all sugar or any of those things. I'm just telling you and sharing you the knowledge that I think is really important for people to understand and become aware of, because I was not aware of it myself personally, and I was using sugar myself to mitigate my stress without knowing it at that point, but that was a long time ago now. Obviously, I've changed everything since. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's, in terms of the brain, it's as you know, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel really good. And everyone's got their own little thing. It's not necessarily sugar. For some people, it's salt and fat. Um, and it just activates the same parts of your brain that alcohol, like as, to simplify, that alcohol and nicotine do. And, it act, and we actually have mapped out all the pathways in the brain demonstrating that it's addictive and that's why it's so hard to get rid of out of your life and and I did this amazing podcast with on my thriving minds podcast with James Mukey who was the Australian of the year in 2020 yes yep know he's him. now the left yes he's the now the lieutenant governor of South Australia and he used his platform because he was treating people he's an ophthalmologist with diabetic retinopathy from sugar and diabetes so can does it actually rewire the brain? I mean, is you know, does it? It's changing, but can it actually do long term damage? Is this what's happening? Absolutely, that's what the other work we've just published last year. We showed that too much. So this is overconsumption, meaning more than the standard World Health Organization recommendation, which is nine teaspoons a day for men, seven for women, and five for children. And when you drink or eat more more than that and it's not lollies it's embedded in all our food by the way and what we've now shown because we can map the brain in my lab we've actually shown it changes the physical structure in the front part of the brain which is the part of the brain that makes helps you make good decisions 
It's called the prefrontal cortex, and it's also the area that helps regulate your emotions. So even though it might make you feel good in the short term, over time it is actually changing the neuroplasticity, meaning the brain's plasticity over time. In fact, if, it, if you have too much during adolescence, we've now shown in a paper we just published last year that it causes what you call cognitive deficits, meaning inability to remember certain things. Oh, wow. That's- later in life. And there's so much evidence now. Well, it's actually, there's so much data and papers. I'm happy to point your listeners to around Alzheimer's, dementia, cancer, diabetes, many chronic diseases are caused by our Western diet. Um, And sugar is just one part of that Western diet. And I just, and I, I just record an amazing podcast with a guy called Dr. Robert Lustick from UCSF, and he's just published two books, one called Fat Chance, one called Metabolical, where he's showing that it's our processed food that's become embedded with salt and sugar, like say a chicken breast. We talk a lot about chicken breasts, and we're thinking we're making healthy choices, but it's act- they're actually, to make them look good in the supermarket, they're actually got salt and sugar pumped into them to swell them for example. So there's all these simple things that you wouldn't be aware of until you now are aware of it. And that's the beauty of these platforms and podcasts and and new ways of disseminating information to the public, which I absolutely adore. Well, from your point of view as a neuroscientist, how do we actually give up or cut back? How can we, I suppose, rewire the brain, the brain back to pre-sugar if you eat it in an overload? And, and actually, you did this. How did you cut back? Yes, so the first place to start is I became I had I became really aware by turning around the labels on everything. So I used to give my kids. So I want everyone in your list audience not to feel bad because I'm probably oh no, one of the worst parents. <laughs> so I had no idea when I was giving my children low-fat strawberry yogurt that was equivalent of almost giving them a can of Coke. I had no idea. So t- tomato sauce, that's yes. another one that I yes. use a lot. That's full of sugar. So it's it's actually things you may not even be aware of. So it's raising awareness first and then and then knowing that you can't just go full-blown off sugar. And James Mukey and I talk about a lot when he did it, he had all the withdrawal symptoms and I did too, but I, you can just take out one thing at a time and just be patient with it and understand, and, and you'll be shocked. So the first thing that happened to me when I did this after one week, because I used to be able to eat a lot of food, but I'm not very tall and I could eat a lot. And someone commented on that. And once I got started taking down the sugar I got my appetite back. So I started to feel full again from other meals. So what other, the other thing it does is it actually suppresses these hormones called ghrelin and leptin, which are telling your brain you're full. Are they, yeah, ghrelin's your hunger hormone, isn't it? Yes. Part of your your hunger hormone regulation system. Also the thing that uh, Robert Lustig talks about a lot, and he's a pediatric endocrinologist, neuroendocrinologist, and he's now just retired. He talks about how it spikes insulin. So you get a spike in insulin as well, and that's what's generating all the problems for us in our chronic disease um, and he said now, if you, this is, he said food, our current food is actually poison. And okay. so, and I hate to be alarmist because I'm not like that, but you can see in our, in our children, they're getting diabetes and that's not okay for us to do that without us unintendedly 
we don't want our children to be unwell. We want them to be really, really well, including us. So it starts with us first, obviously, because our kids are just copying us. Um, but yeah, the awareness is first. And then I, for me personally, and I wrote a book about this called Smashing Mindset of what I actually did, the steps I took, because really it's not just about what you're putting in as in sugar. It's actually driven by stress. It's Absolutely. actually driven by stress, and this is just one way of dealing with our modern stress. Selena, I think that's a whole separate podcast. We might get you back on, but thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. Thank you for having me. Good luck, everyone. Hey, thanks for listening to this chat on Extra Healthy-ish. If you do want more, there are plenty of other episodes of Extra Healthy-ish or our little sister podcast, Healthy-ish. You know where to go if you want more from us at Body and Soul. That's right, bodyandsoul.com.au or join the conversation via Body and Soul on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. And also we would be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast or you can share this app with a friend. And until next time you listen, hopefully tomorrow, stay Extra Healthy-ish. I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.